this week, we're going to be going back to the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1. And I bet all of you guys know what the first four words of Genesis 1 are. The first four words are, in the beginning, God, which means God was there from the beginning of time. Everything that exists is because of God. Nothing has been created apart from God. He is the creator of all things. Day one, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. By giving names to light and darkness, God was saying he was the ruler. God is the ruler of even the day and the nighttime. Day two. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. The sky is so big when you look up at it. God only spoke and it was created. He is a powerful God. Day three. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. God created every plant and green thing we see outside, and they're all so different. God is a creative God, and we are still discovering and identifying new kinds of plants all the time. Day four. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vaults of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. You notice that God created the sun and the moon, and he also created the stars. We can't even begin to count the stars in the sky, but God created every single one. Day five. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. God created every single bird and fish and insect and sea creature you know about. There are even creatures in the sky and in the sea that we're still discovering. 
and he even cares about every single one of them and he blessed them all. Day six, and God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. Now is when all of the things on the land were created, all the animals we know about. But God created one creature in a very special, different way. God made mankind in his own image. Man is unlike the rest of creation. God gave man the ability to know God and have a relationship with him. God is also the provider of work. He gave man the job of naming every single animal and working in the garden. He made man rule over every living creature. God saw everything he created and said it was very good. God made everything exactly the way he wanted it. There were no mistakes. So on the seventh day, God rested. God does not need to rest. He never gets tired. But he stopped creating on the seventh day to set a pattern for man to follow, a pattern of work and rest. Okay, guys, that's all we have for you for this week. Up next, we have Adam and Luke reviewing last week's catechism. Who is the Redeemer? The Redeemer is the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning, Randolph Street kids, and happy Lord's Day to each of you and your families. I am so glad you have taken time uh, to join us this morning for our time together in the New City Catechism. Last week in the Catechism, we finally heard the answer to our problem. As a reminder, our problem is that we are all sinners, all of us, and that we have all disobeyed God. And we learned that God must punish those who disobey him. But last week, we heard that God has sent a Redeemer, and that that Redeemer is the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, this is the only eternal Son of God, and he has become man in order to redeem us and rescue us from the punishment that you and I deserve as sinners. And remember what the Catechism told us last week, only Jesus can redeem us. So thank you to Adam and Luke for helping us with the Catechism question and answer from last week. You guys were absolutely great 
And I heard Miss Gwen in the background helping out with the question and answer also. So thank you to the Dispanets for serving us this week. This week is question number 21. And the question is, what sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? And the answer, one who is truly human and also truly God. So now the catechism is going to help us understand more about this redeemer who is able to save us. And it's going to help us understand why it is so important that he is God and that he is also man. There's no one else like Jesus, one who is truly God and one who is truly man. He is unique. And because of this, and here's the good news for us, because of this, he's able to redeem us from our sins. Randolph Street Kids, this is why the Catechism said last week, and I emphasized that only Jesus can redeem us. All right, one more time. What sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? The answer, one who is truly human and also truly God. All right, talk to your mom and dad. Maybe ask them to take time this week to read John chapter 1 with you. You, you might find that helpful. All right, your elders, your deacons, we love you guys and gals. Uh, we are praying for each of your families. I hope you have a great Lord's Day, and I look forward to seeing you again next Sunday. Good morning, boys and girls. Abraham and I are just so glad that you've joined us again today for another catechism song. Today we're going to be doing question number 21. And the question goes, what sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? And the answer, one who is fully human, but also fully God. Wow, what a loaded answer to the question. It's so important. It's short, but it's so important that we're gonna do it three times back to back. Question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. You just join in whenever you feel comfortable. Let's give it a try. Abraham's been practicing. Ready? Have you been practicing? We'll see. Here we go. What sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? One who is truly human and also truly God. Hey, why don't you guys join us this time? What sort of redeemer is needed to bring us back to God? One who is truly human and also truly We're gonna do it one more time. Jump in if you're ready. What sort of redeemer is able to bring us back to God? One who is truly human and also truly God. And also truly God. And also truly That's all. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.